Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. I am Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Alright, pretend you are bored, and instead of streaming all of Stranger Things for a third time, or turning on that hockey game you DVR'd but haven't watched because your obsession with the internet has already spoiled its final score for you, you decide to start flipping channels. Now, you're really bored. Yeah. So when you finally stop channel surfing, you end up on the Hallmark Channel. And you're in luck. A movie is just about to be underway. That's that's good. Going to catch something from the beginning. Cool. And of course, this one, it begins like all of those do. A girl looking for love is at a crossroads. Mm -hmm. As no man has yet to live up to her high standards. Hmm. And the men that are pursuing her, ye gads, their numbers are plenty. (laughs) Plenty of dudes looking to make her their bride but all these suitors are met with swift and mighty rejection Hmm. she becomes known as she who wouldn't take a husband that's a right on the nose kind of nickname right there Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm not saying it's translated from something i couldn't pronounce so i just chose to put down the translation there no not saying that no but that's just her nickname it's just what she is huh she her name is she who wouldn't take a husband and of all the things you want to be defined by, not taking a man is at the top of that list. Shtwa. Good. That's the acronym. Good. Wow, it is. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And if I if I use that acronym in place of when I, however many times I wrote it in here, that's not real offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not great. It's not a good acronym. Look at this shtwa over there. Shtwa. Look at this shtwa over there. What? Yeah, no. All right, well, she who wouldn't take a husband, she lives with her father a a man who merely wants his daughter to be happy okay it's not like his daughter isn't putting herself out there he knows this it's just she thinks all the men that are trying to woo her heart are just boys and nowhere near her level well how old is she let's just say she's of age we'll say early 20s okay like she's an adult yeah so we'll say that above 18 so not a child like you know a young woman Mm mm-hmm so where are we? Let's just say Greenland. Okay. Picture snow falling to the earth. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not saying it's Christmas, but if that helps set the mood, let's pretend it's Christmas. Yeah. Time period. Forget about it. Doesn't matter. Because this story could take place in any era. hmm Across a field or somewhere far away, but not too far away, a canine is tied to a stick. Interesting. After a few moments of biting and clawing, the beast frees himself and runs away. She who would not take a husband is walking back to her home when she sees the dream boat she had been waiting for. 
The alpha male she must take as her husband. Yeah. His hair was red and white, spotted, and the way he continued to look at her, she knew she had to have him. Interesting. His shoulders were broad, powerful. As he smiled, if you could even call it a smile, the moonlight glistened off his teeth. Huh. She knew then, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, that this would be her husband, and that her husband would be a dog. What? Okay, well, hey. Well, I mean, I knew it was going somewhere weird with the spots. Uh-huh. Yep, laying, then, laying the foundations. You know, maybe he had some, like, gray and stuff, or, you it, know. He's, is this a, actually a Hallmark movie? By the time it's over, you'll want it to be. Okay. <laughs> cool. You'll want to be flipping through the channels be like, what am I watching? Cool. We're back to producing movies. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. 100%. Yep, this is a pitch. Mm-hmm. Well, the couple consummated their marriage and go on to have 10 children. What? Having fun, baby. Whoa, Booyah. Whoa. Too much fun. Booyah. Stop that. Cut it out. Five of these offspring would be dogs. Okay. Well, the other five, well, they would be something different entirely. Cool. These children had the legs of a dog. Sure. Mm -hmm. But they were not dogs. Nope. In fact, their entire lower body was that of a dog. Extremely hairy. But their upper body was that of a man. Like, so we're like talking about like a centaur. But like dog tar. Or a satyr. Like a dog tar. Is that what that is? Yeah. It's like dog legs. Yeah, because a centaur's got four legs, right? Oh, yes. A satyr's... Got the two. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. That absolutely. Neither dog nor man. These kin. They had a specific name. Okay. These are called the adlets. They're not schwas. They're not schwas. That's their mother. Okay. Adlets. They're sons of schwas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Adlets. All right. Yeah. Adlets. Yeah. All right. All right. A wife, a dog husband, five dog pups. And five half-dog, half-human hybrid kids now live together under their grandfather's roof. Oh, she didn't move out. No, she's still with her dad. Everybody moved in with her. Well, I forgot. She married a dog, so uh-huh. I well, guess. They all moved in. They okay. all, they're, But they're all together. They all moved in. Yep. This new grandfather remembered the days when he merely wanted his daughter to be happy. But now, all he wanted was peace and quiet and a moment to himself. Mm, yeah. Just visualize this little family arrangement. If you, I'm sure, I mean, you are now, uh, there's a lot going on. I don't want to live with that. There's six dogs running around. One's the father. Then you have these half human, half dog things. just like playing Xbox. Does or the father dog, does it speak? We'll just say yes. Okay. Well, or or he, telepa- he telepathically communicates. There's a way he, there's communication happening. We'll just say that. Okay. There's, they can, they, everybody can speak the same language. He's just constantly telling himself he's a good boy. Yeah. Who's a good boy? I'm a good boy. I don't, yeah, he's, yeah, I'm the best boy. Yeah, it's like, okay, he can stop talking like, now. Honey, what are you doing? I wish you couldn't talk like, honey, what are you, Honey, what are you doing in there? Just being a good boy. No, she'd be all about <laughs> it. And that's like, that's creepy stuff. Because whenever they're consummating doing their stuff, hmm. you know what she's saying? Yeah. Oh, nope. you're a good boy. No. 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 Backing out of that. Yep. Uh-huh. Get well, out of there. Yeah. Well, the family was too noisy. Too clamorous, with each member making all sorts of demands. So they're, they're like kind of being pushy. They're like a bunch of spoiled brats, too. Hmm. Interesting. Probably getting all the treats. Yeah. You know, probably really just hoarding all the stuff that you would hoard if you were a dog. Chewing all your shoes up. Chewing the shoes, right? Peeing on the carpet. Yeah. And then like... It's a mess. Yeah, the, and the half-human ones could pee on the carpet and give you the finger. <laughs> yeah, what? Whoa. <laughs> it's like, wow. 
Wow. You're not my dad. No, your grandfather. This is my house. Yeah. What? Well, to top it all off, the dog husband or dog father refuses to hunt to feed his kids, leaving all of the backbreaking, ball busting work to that of the grandfather. Okay. So he's doing everything. Mm-hmm. He's housed them. He's clothing them. I guess if they wear clothes, and he's feeding them. Do they wear clothes? I would assume the half. They wear. Sh- ones? They probably wear shirts. Yeah. Maybe or maybe. But you could wear like a cloak, I guess, or something, or like a kilt. Yeah, kilt. And that'd look cool. Yeah. On a half dog man. Yeah. Well, frankly, grandfather had enough of his own personal hell. Mm-hmm. Because this is a personal hellscape. This yeah. sounds horrifying. Yeah, it sounds terrible. All right. So what did the grandfather choose to do? Well, he gathers the entire family in a boat and ships them off to a nearby island. Okay. This would be their new home. Okay. Grandpa was pushed into buying his daughter her own house because her kids were ungrateful and her husband was a deadbeat dog who <laughs> sat around licking his balls all day. Yeah. So I imagine he's like, hey, we're going to the park. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Opens up the boat door. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Who wants to go for a ride? <laughs> Everybody hops in. Then his daughter just like walks in like a human because she's, <laughs> yeah. she's a full-blooded human being. Uh-huh. Okay. We're going across this, ch- this channel here. Yeah. Okay. It's like, wait a minute. This isn't the park. Yeah, what? But let's just say they're in an island, but it's like a livable island. They maybe got a house. Like, they, he just basically bought them an apartment or a plot of land, and they're like, this is your home now. Yeah. So still providing. Uh, so Grandpa told his son-in-law, dog-in-law, dog-son-in-law, whatever you want to come up with to yep. label that family relation, mm-hmm. um, to come and fetch meat from him every day. So even though he got rid of the family, Grandpa was still willing to put food on their table. Each day, his dog son-in-law would swim across the channel from the island with boots around his neck, boots he would use like saddlebags to carry the meat to his new island retreat. Okay. So imagine. Well, that's a fun image. (laughs) All right, here you go. Here you go, my son-in-law. Saddlebag shoes. And he's like, I'm a good boy. Load me up. Yeah. Okay. I imagine Grandpa's first night alone being one of pure bliss. Mm Mm-hmm. Kicks his feet up, cracks open a beer, and has a good time. Uh huh. His dog son-in-law does as he was instructed. I wish I could have found something else to type besides dog son-in-law to like vary up the language. But dog-in-law. But yeah, that's I guess that's not that's not wrong. Yeah, but I mean, you got to say that it's a, a male. Right, dog son-in-law. So yeah. Whatever. Dog son-in-law. Dog son-in-law. Could be a whole. Yeah. Never mind. His dog son-in-law does as he's instructed. He retrieves the meat each day, but was not gracious about it. Probably being real rude. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a good guy. Entitled dog. He seems like he's an entitled dog. Yeah. Not a good boy. No. Despite what he claims, and despite what his wife tells him mm-hmm. during their private moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't talk about it. No. Nope. Don't talk about it. No. Stop thinking about it. I'm not. Anyone listening, don't do that. No. Still, Grandpa gave him the meats. While swimming across water, back to his family, so he's loaded up with his meats one time, he's going back home. Mm-hmm. Back to his family, the dog noticed he couldn't swim as well as he had before. In fact, he wasn't doing much swimming at all. He was sinking. 
Uh-oh. He, he tossed and turned, splished and splashed, trying to shake the meat boots free from his neck. But he was unsuccessful and drowned. Uh-oh. This time, Grandpa didn't give him the meat. This time, Grandpa gave him heavy stones. Oh, well, so, <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're who's a good boy now, asshole. <laughs> yeah. See ya. He's watching him drown, and he's just, like, smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. Enraged, furious. She, who would not take a husband but took a dog instead, unleashed half of her children on her father. How dare he murder her one true love? How dare he murder her one true dog? (laughs) When the pups arrived at his hut, the very hut they used to call home, the young dog children gnawed off his feet and hands. Wow. Okay. Rude. Okay. Hello, Gramps. Yeah, what? Well... Up until this point, you can imagine I was putting this story into my own words. Mm-hmm. This part, I could not figure out how to translate or write so that it makes sense. So okay. I am just going to read it to you. Sure. Hit me. So this is the actual quote from the guy's reporting of the legend. And I'm just going to call... Grandpa has a specific name, too, I cannot pronounce, so he is Grandpa. Okay. Yep. In return, Grandpa, when his daughter happened to be in his boat threw her overboard and cut off her fingers when she clung to the gunwale. Gunwale? How do you pronounce it? G-U-N-W-A-L-E? As soon as the side of the boat, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, No? Is this after he lost his feet? This is why I don't know how to make this make sense. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Your confusion was mine. Yeah, that's what I I was thinking of, not how to pronounce that. I was like, wait. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because I was trying to, inv- I would have to invent like a whole sub story that wasn't in the legend to justify how any of this is possible. Okay. Well, after Grandpa invented himself new hands and feet, he put his daughter in a boat. Yep. So now Grandpa has cyborg feet and hands. Cool. Excellent. So as okay, yeah. So he threw her overboard and cut off her fingers when she clung to the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. As they fell into the sea, they were transformed. As her fingers, that's what I mean by they fell into the sea, they were transformed into seals and whales. Interesting. At last. Those are some big fingers. I mean, Jesus Christ, what is happening? Yeah. And that would be ten. Oh, my God, she had ten children? Then she created ten whales and seals from her hands? Yeah. Oh, my God. Then at last, he allowed her to climb again into the boat. Oh, he's so, like, oh, yeah, yeah it's fine, go- come on. All right. Come on back. Get up here. So that's absurd. A boat full of two people missing hands, feet, and fingers. Just what you'd want to see. On the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Whatever remained of their mother was terrified that her father would try to murder them, you know, her children. But why? Why? Yeah. Why would he try to kill them? I don't know. They only bit off his hands and feet. Why would... I mean, they didn't kill him, so he shouldn't kill them, I guess, right? Is that the logic here? I guess so. Maybe he should just cut off their paws. Yeah. So then they'd be nub dogs. Hmm. I don't like that image either. No. <laughs> it's like, it looks suffering. What's a nub dog? I don't like it. <laughs> What's nub dog? <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Stupid. Again, surely he wasn't super angry to begin with by shipping everybody off to an island. Now he was just hands and feetless, screaming in a boat, surrounded by whales and seals made from the fingers of his daughter. Yeah. Well, in order to save her five fully grown dog children, she constructed a boat made out of a shoe and sent them away. Okay. Now, her half-dog, half-human Adlet children, she sent inland to run and hide. Okay. As the dog children departed, the ones that are actual dogs, mm-hmm. not the Adlets, 
She says to them, When you will have arrived on the other side, you will make many little things. Okay. And many little things they did make, and in time they would bring these things back to their homeland. For these dogs would escape, they would grow, they would change, they would come back to Greenland with technological marvels as white Europeans. What? That's how um, Europeans were created. Interesting. They were from five dogs out of a human-dog relationship, and they evolved to become white people. What a twist. This belief system, um, well, I'm going to explain about this belief or how that part of the legend perhaps came to be a thing. Okay. Because they called it a cargo cult. And I was like, what is a cargo cult? What is a cargo cult? Well, a cargo cult is a belief system among members of a relatively undeveloped society in which adherents practice superstitious rituals hoping to bring modern goods supplied by a more technologically advanced society. I'm going to keep going about cargo cults. Okay. Then we can get into it. Cargo cults are marked by a number of common characteristics. This is from Wikipedia, by the way, in case it wasn't blatantly obvious. Cargo cults are marked by a number of common characteristics, including a myth dream that is a synthesis of indigenous and foreign elements, the expectation of help from the ancestors, charismatic leaders, and lastly, belief in the appearance of an abundance of good. These indigenous societies of Melanesia should have looked up what or where that is, but just accept that this applies to all cult, uh, cargo cult uh-huh. situations were typically characterized by a big man political system in which individuals gain prestige through gift exchanges the more wealth a man could distribute the more people in his debt and the greater his renown so if you're giving out gifts you would give yourself status you were a man of plenty yeah okay okay so the more wealth a man could distribute again the more people in his debt the greater his renown those who were unable to reciprocate were identified as rubbish men. Yeah, they're garbage people. Yeah, so this like, guy I give you a present, man. And you can give me nothing. Yeah, and you would feel bad about it. Because you'd be like, I can't give you anything because I'm just a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, well, that's well, rude. It's very rude. Faced through colonialism with foreigners with a seemingly unending supply of goods for exchange, indigenous Melanesians experienced value dominance, or anyone, of course, this applies to. That is, they were dominated by others in terms of their own, not the foreign value system. Exchange with foreigners left them feeling like rubbish men. So they came into contact with a bunch of people who had a bunch of goods, and there was no way they could compete with all these newfangled things they would bring over. So they felt, like, terrible. Like, here, you want this? So people, um, things that I had read, talked about how by making the Europeans descended from the wolf mother. Okay. That then they're all actually the same kin. So like everybody's related and it like eases the pain of like these foreigners coming with all these goods. Cause like they came back to help out the homeland. So it's gotcha. just a way of, it's like okay. a, co- it was like a coping mechanism. Like, like they're, they're bringing it to you and they're all one people. So like, you don't have to feel as bad about it. What was the people? That you're um, saying in here? Well, the people in here are the Melanesians. But this is just... But this, but this, um, the legend I'm talking about um, has to do with Greenland and Alaska. Because Inuits, and um, if you want to use the term Eskimo, they have a similar um, legend about how a woman marries a dog and gives birth to dogs and dogmen type people. It's like one of those common, common 
things that they share amongst each other. Gotcha. So Melanesia is from New Guinea. So just to fill in that blank, it's a good blank to fill in because I'm glad you did that. So yeah, I assume cargo cults, but I mean a lot of indigenous peoples would give you know the trading gifting. Right. So that would affect a lot of people that felt that way, and then all these white people came over with all these ridiculous goods, and they're like, oh, well, I shit, mean, how do I compete with this? It's like a barter system, really. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what do I have that's equal to what this guy has? Yeah. This guy came over here with a boat and this giant gun type thing, and I don't have that, yeah. so I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, what is that worth in yeah. this mm. pile of mud that I have? Yeah, do you want... I got a bunch of cows. They're like, can we have all your land for this gun? And they're like... Okay. I guess. Are you sure? If I say no, what happens? They'd be like, yeah, you can have the land because it belongs to all of us, right? And the white guy's like, yeah, sure it does. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. But so that's just kind of basis in that religion. But what of the uh, the Adlets? Yeah, what of them? They would remain living amongst the inner parts of Greenland and grow more bestial, cannibalistic, terrorizing everything in sight. So the Adlets are eating each other? They're eating each other, and I assume cannibalistic means they're also eating humans. They're half human, I guess. Yeah, so... So anything they come in contact with... They're just going to eat it. Yeah, they're going to just destroy it. All right, so cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story of some adlets, but before I do that, did we ever discuss the Tornet? Does that sound familiar to you? Doesn't ring a bell. Because when I was reading it, it sounded like something that we discussed during your Yeti episode. Okay. Uh, I mean, that, that word doesn't sound familiar. All right, I'm going to read... From cryptidsfandom.com about the Tornit, okay? Just to give you an idea about this Tornit. Yeah, lay it on me. Okay. Tornit are a race of wild men in Inuit mythology, and according to the Anchorage Daily, stories of the Alaska Bushmen or Tornits have been told since the first humans crossed the Bering Land Bridge. In the beginning, the story goes the Inuit and the Tornits lived peacefully in villages near each other and shared common hunting grounds. This story I'm about to read in this part sounds familiar. The Inuit people often built and used kayaks for hunting. While the Tornits were unable to master the building of kayaks, they were very aware of the advantages of having and using one. One story goes that a young Tornit borrowed a young Inuit's kayak without permission and damaged the bottom of it. The young Inuit became very angry and stabbed the Tornit in the nape of the neck while he was sleeping, killing him. The rest of the Tornits feared that they too would be killed by the Inuit and fled the country, rarely to be seen again. Since that time, many stories have come out of the bush of hunters disappearing, later found dead and mangled, or never seen again. Apparently, hunters and the Tornits no longer peacefully shared common hunting grounds. They think they're at war or something. Exactly. I don't know. that doesn't sound familiar. It doesn't sound familiar. That, to me, that no. kayak, the the idea of a bushman being stabbed by an Inuit and then like over a kayak for some reason, I don't know where it came across that before. I suppose it's my own little personal mystery. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know where it came from, but it sounded like we something do. we addressed in the Yeti episode. But we do jump around. We come across a lot of things when we research these, so who knows? Right. Um, just because it's in here, do you want to hear what our um, a man we respect, Lauren Coleman, had to say about these things. Yeah, was Lauren got Well, he says the, uh, the white man's names are Sasquatch, invented in 1929 in Canada, and Bigfoot, first used in California in 1958. The name True Giants was coined by Mark A. Hall. I thought his name was Hale, so I tried to save it. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Mark A. Hall, only a few decades ago. Most First Nation groups, Canadian Natives, American Natives, Inupiat, Yupik, see now we're getting to things I can't pronounce, and Inuits have their own names, and then they say all those names I cannot pronounce, and that these creatures have been known to be the Tornid. 
So basically, the Tornet, we could call them Bigfoot Sasquatch-like beings. Some sort of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So this Adlet story involves two Tornets. Okay. Okay. And the story is very short compared to what I had to read to you to explain this, but now we know what a Tornet is. Good. Um, find them, The two Tornets find themselves among savage and cannibalistic Adlet. They sneak out at night, and as they are leaving, they cut the thongs on the Adlet sledges that fasten the crossbars to the runners. The dogs start barking, but as the Adlet mount their sledges, the runners fall off, and the Tornet get away. So are we to believe the Adlet have, like, dog sleds? Is that's, that what it sounds like to that's me? That's what it sounds like to me. Right. So imagine a half-dog, half-man creature with a sled full of dogs. This is this is a horror I never thought about before <laughs> in my life. It's a, it's a weird thing. It's a... Ugh, yikes. You know what's weird? When I'm there's only one illustration I found, and it looks kind of dorky because, of course, it looks dorky when something has a half dog body and a half human body. Yeah, that sounds. Uh... But people like to draw them like full on serious fucking werewolves because yeah, that looks cooler. Yeah, but it sounds that, cooler too. That's, that's not what they are though. No. But again, there's also stories that I didn't put in here, but I'm remembering just from all the things I went through about how. They, a lot of people ignore the part of the story where she gave birth to like five dogs and five adlets. They say they're all adlets. And mm-hmm. then some of the adlets went to Europe, and that's the origin of European werewolves. Because they claim European werewolves match certain descriptions that have been attributed to the adlets. Because, of course, they would. They're similar creatures, kind of. Yeah. Like a, an upright wolf-like creature. I mean, if it's got a human face and stuff, it's not as scary as like a werewolf head. No, it's but, just got wolf legs. Dog legs, not even wolf legs. Right, yeah, it kept saying dog, right, yeah, dog. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it could go, I mean, it once was, you start putting canine bits on correct. a humanoid, you're going to start getting werewolf. Right, exactly, absolutely. And over the years, who knows, or they, and some legends talk about, I don't know if I get to it, but I'll just say that, Oh, no, I do get to it, so I'll forget about it. Okay, forget Pe- about it. People like to try and give logical explanations to the story, so I think I get to it. If I don't, I'll tell you, but okay. we'll keep going. Mm-hmm. All right, so then, um, and then Cryptid Wiki has this cool thing to say. Yes, good. This is what I was just about to tell you. Perfect. It's happened like eight times in this podcast. Nailed it. I forget if I wrote something down, but I'm going to tell you about it. Let oh. me, well, let me just keep reading. Oh, it's right here. Oh, I wrote it down. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Oh, I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. A theory proposed by the team of American Monsters, which is a show, I think. Or, uh, I believe so. Okay. I think I've watched a couple of them after we started doing this. Beautiful. States that due to the questionable story of a woman having a child with a giant dog, it is more logical that the Inuit woman had relations with a werewolf or with the creature of Native American mythology known as the Wendigo. The, the later, I don't want to imagine a Wendigo's love life. No, don't. But I it's am. It's going to just eat you. It's not good. Well, yeah, I imagine, well, would he just, would he corrupt her into becoming one of his own and then he'd be okay with that? I figured that he would be either, he would have to be so aroused to sedate his need to feast, right? Because no, that urge yeah, has to no, outweigh the other. All he does Wendigos just consume. Right. They don't have rational thoughts from what I've read about them. Right. But what if he just... I mean, they met- eat their own lips off. They're so hungry. What if he... Oh, well, that would make kissing hard for his... Mm. <laughs> <Not> a- <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I am here. 
gonna eat your face. <laughs> yeah, what if he was gonna eat something and invited her over? Maybe that would be like, hey, I, I just cooking hey, up something. Yeah, it's human flesh. You want to have some? And she's like, oh, you're dinner so, will be ready when you get here. You're so dream. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? Oh, I think we both know. Yeah. Uh, you're so dreamy. Yeah, okay, well. I can I can see the logic behind the werewolf thing. Uh, you know, right? Because that's I mean, that's it makes more sense than the Wendigo. It's at least a humanoid. Yeah. It's not completely driven to madness by trying to eat you. No, but um, completely. No, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe he just takes it. Maybe he just like does a nibble. Yeah, just taste. It's a little bit of. Yeah. Well, American monsters. They uh, the latter may explain which I'm talking about the one to go because the Adlets have an absurd taste for human flesh. Okay. So that's why they work in the Wendigo part. I mean. Like, they're backtracking it. Like, these things crave flesh, and they're Native but werewolves American. typically eat people, too, right? I mean. Right. right. Hmm. But do do you, um, how often are werewolves described? This is, I mean, these. Where are we going? Yeah, the way we start, <laughs> start these conversations as if they're facts. I just. Yeah, well, sometimes I, sometimes we're just going to assume they're facts for now. Okay, fair. We'll yeah. just put that out there. We're going to assume whatever this is, it's fact. Yeah. So, um, werewolves usually, I mean, the. What do you think would be more bloodthirsty, a werewolf or a wendigo? Wendigo. Absolutely. So the Adelettes are described as being more crazy and deranged and cannibalistic and like just ferocious like man beasts, less as a werewolf, where a werewolf is more like an animal. I mean, it'll hunt and kill, mm-hmm. but it acts more bestial, doesn't it? As opposed to just like... Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it has its moments where it's... Yeah. But... You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe okay. a little in this in this spectrum we're talking about and not quite inventing, but kind of crafting for our own evaluation of this topic, that the Wendigo would be a little more crazier than a werewolf, I would say. Probably. So I would agree. Maybe with the outlet's right in the middle. That assessment seems accurate to me. <laughs> Wendigo is more violent than a werewolf, probably. Oh, or bloodthirsty, man. I guess. Facts. I wonder if they met each other, how that battle would go. The Adlet. Um, we got more things on CryptoWikia, so I'm going to keep going. Cool. The Adlet is a merciless killer. Here we go. This is the description I want to get into. Cool. Stalking its prey in packs through the wilderness of the northernmost regions of America and well into Canada. Okay, see. Minus the packs, that sounds like a Wendigo. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. A pack of Wendigos? Terrifying. Oh, God. Did they work in unison? So it's one hive mind? Oh, God. Nope. Oh, no. As mentioned earlier, the Adlet will feed on anything in desperation. However, the Adlet prefers to drink the warm blood of a newly slain human. It also eats the flesh with an equal amount of relish. So he savors this shit. <laughs> or he uses relish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the way you said that, I was like, an equal amount? So he's got a human-sized jar of relish on him, just ready to go. <laughs> he loves his pickles. Yeah. He loves his pickles and mustard. He, yeah. Um, what a nerd uh, the adlet may be feral and of limited intelligence but the creature is extremely cunning now that sentence doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense no I mean but these are all facts true 100% facts Mm -hmm. the adlet hunts in large packs attempting to overwhelm prey through sheer strength of numbers the leader an alpha male that can be identified easily because it is larger and more ferocious than the others leads the pack the pack's approach is marked by their piercing, mournful howls. This paralyzes the creature's prey with fear, 
making them easier to subdue. Okay, see, now I'm getting the Wendigo stuff. It, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. The prey's well, death mm-hmm. is slow and extremely painful. The adult's strong, bone-crushing jaws reducing the victim to an unrecognizable pulp. Then a bloody, gut-churning feast follows. The only thing that the adult truly fears is fire. The creature is deathly afraid of an open flame and will only attack a torch-wielding hunter when on the verge of starvation. Also, when the pack leader is killed, the rest of the pack will usually flee. However, this isn't always the case. Uh-oh. That, that, that. Yeah, there's nothing left. It just says that, and then it goes into a different paragraph about how it's a monster. Oh. What kind of tease is that? Yeah, what? what? What's the situation where their leader gets killed and they just go all kamikaze? I would like to hear that story. Yeah. Well, the adlet is purely carnivorous, feeding only on the flesh and blood of other animals, capable of surviving on any kind of food. Oh, we're talking about facts, right? Yeah. All right. So this is a fact. Okay. Including roots, fungi, 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 (laughs) and various types of vegetation. Mm -hmm. The creature will only eat these things if its preferred food is not to be had. Above all, the adlet prefers human flesh and blood to anything else. I think I get it. Yeah. How many times? That. How many times do they just like typing human flesh and blood? Somebody hey, just really likes typing. It's fun that. to type that. I think it's cool too. I mean, it sounds cool. The bones of the creature's victims are cracked open and the marrow sucked out. Ooh. Yum. The adlet can be found in the wild regions of Quebec, Labrador, Newfoundland, and all lands to the north. Would you like to hear about some abilities and potential weaknesses? Yes. As we close out the Adelit. Yeah. The Adelit possesses a supernatural degree of strength, agility, endurance, and speed. The creature's senses, especially the senses of sight, smell, and hearing, are extremely acute. The Adelit is, cap- is the Adelit is able to see clearly in the dark, can smell a fresh human corpse from a mile away, and can hear the approach of the stealthy hunter. As well as the creature's physical abilities, the adult is immune to conventional forms of injury. The creature heals any wounds that are not caused by silver or fire very quickly. Okay. All right. All right. So, how do you feel about the adult and its potential harm that it can cause? Just as a creature, how do you feel about the adult? What do you think about it? Think about this guy. Sounds like bad news doesn't sound like a great creature to be around you don't want to you know hang out with them be pals joint don't want to join their club no where they drink blood and <laughs> eat people <laughs> eat human flesh yeah. drink blood and suck the marrows out of bones like oh that's how you get in um they're like hey guy hey I'm gonna pass hey you want a crazy straw with your bucket of human blood okay this is just bone you gotta suck the marrow out first yeah oh okay get on it yeah, and the adult appears to be a creature that is just like lives and reproduces and because is a thing. Like it doesn't make more adults by biting you. There's no werewolf virus or werewolf magic involved. Yeah, that's why it's kind of weird. Like when you first said Wendigo, I thought it was you know no. Right, but then I got there. But right? then kind of yeah, sort of. It kind of makes sense a little bit now. Uh, you know, you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, it's like a, it's. That's why when I came across the thing, for one, the origin story is absurd, and the origin story is out there. Imagine, I just want. I mean, I guess it would just be like a whole channel full of like Twilight, but I would like a Hallmark channel that's just like Hallmark, like the same movies, and just switch out characters with monsters. 
it's a weird and feared network. <laughs> I can't wait to tune into that. It's where Jeff Goldblum just plays himself in every movie. <laughs> well, him and Will Smith. Or no, no, Jeff Goldblum just plays Ian Malcolm, Ian Malcolm in every movie. And Will Smith's also in every movie for some reason. Well, yeah, well, he's also, every movie, he's Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and what was the other one I said? Jason Momoa voices everything? Yeah, Jason Momoa's voice. Because we don't actually want him in it. We just want his voice. He's the voice of all the sea creatures. Yeah, in this case, he's the voice of the dog that doesn't say anything. (laughs) Or just thinks to itself, I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. (laughs) Tell me I'm a good boy. Whoa. No, guess stop. (laughs) Well. Not good. Not good. But yeah, why I thought the outlet was cool because it's like a werewolf, but it's not. And it's actually, like I would say it's like a different creature. I haven't heard of something like that before. It's a separate thing. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's not a lycanthrope. No. And the fact that it walks in between, it walks the realm between a werewolf and a wendigo is like, all right. Mm -hmm. Again, a little scary. Yeah, I mean. And it's a pack. Yeah, that's creepy not good no you don't want to be you don't want to run into that no but yeah i would just like to watch the what what was the legend oh i should have had the name of the legends called a few things but basically there's like a, it's a common thing legends like the the dog mother or, you know mother of dogs or something like that it's, yeah it's a okay. whole thing yeah like a creation story you mean exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and then um that came from a book i'm just gonna really tell that book because i summed it up from that i was able to download a pdf of like the whole book I didn't know I was doing that until it happened. Oh, so I was like, like oh, okay. Well, I have this now. But the um, it was one of those times when I could actually go to the source, which I've done many times. But an actual, like, because the book was published, well, I'll tell you. It was a Journal of American Folklore, which that had my attention. Right. And I guess editions of that get put out to this day by really? some Illinois publishing house, which is hilarious, Illinois Connection, for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Get out of here. No reason get whatsoever. Go away, uh, Illinois. Journal of American Folklore, edited by Franz Boaz. T. Frederick Crane, Franz Boas was the one who recounted the story, by the way. Owen Dorsey, uh, Newell, General Editors, Volume 2, Boston, New York, bunch of stuff in here. And it was published in 1889. Huh. So it's an oldie. Yeah. But yeah, the story of the Adlet and the uh, dog mother who had her fingers cut off and it became seals. It became seals and whales. Well, seals are just water dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Basically. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know about whales. They're not dogs at all. Well, I mean, they're mammals, though, still. That's true. And at one point, I mean, they got their, you know, they, they evolved. Um, they were land dwellers at some point. So maybe they were, are orcas just water wolves? Were they land dwellers at one point? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, uh, the thing is like, they were like a dog-like creature that, um, yeah, that that learn to live. That's why they're mammals and not fish, because they learn to live in the water. Like, because the point is, like, yeah, they evolved. Well, maybe they just mammals. never came out of the water. No, they came out of the water. Otherwise, you'd have gills, right? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Adapt to land. I mean, evolution. That's that's the story on. That's the that's the actual potential potential facts I've always been told about whales, is that they they evolved. You know, they evolved to become fish. That then evolved to become like reptiles. That evolved to become dogs. Then like their habitat was like they had less room to walk, so it became more swampy. So I mean, they started to adapt to swamp water. Doesn't orca mean like sea wolf or something like that? It might. That's what we should look up right now. What does orca mean? Uh, I, I feel like that's orca def- a thing. Orca I don't think definition. I made that up. I don't think you did either. No, I, I might have. I probably made it up. No, I hope you fine. didn't. I hope you didn't. Orca definition. What does 
what does the name Orca mean? Uh, I don't know. Um, Might be easier if we just... Maybe I'll just type in Seawolf and see what happens. You're going to find a cool band. Uh, it is a band first. <laughs> you are guessed. not I wrong. I just guessed. <laughs> yeah. But when I typed it into Google, Seawolf Orca was the next thing. Beautiful. So you're right. Maybe. I don't know. Badass. There's an actual breed of wolves called uh, sea wolves. Do they swim? They're found in the Great Bear Rainforest along the Pacific coast of Canada. I believe that's on the west coast. I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things that come up when I type in <laughs> sea wolf. I can't make heads or tails of it really. That's right, fine. On, on the spot here, at least. We'll get back to you on that. That's all right. And but by, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Adlet. Adlets are cool. Wicked beast. Uh, Google image search was very confusing when I typed in adlet. Yeah, a lot of werewolves, right? A lot of anime. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm Maybe gonna... I spelled it wrong. I don't know. How'd you spell it? Seemed it? like I spelled it right. How'd you spell it? A-D-L-E-T. Yeah. That's how it's. That's how I'd spell it. A lot of anime stuff. Okay, I, I found some guys. But see, look, at, I want to show you, because there's only one of these images that looks like how it should look. Okay. Can you see which one looks like how it should look? Do you know which one it is? Yeah, this one right here. Yeah, this that is the one. one. That's the one. Yeah, because he's a that's what he is. A man with dog feet. Right. All the other ones are werewolves. Right. Exactly. I don't know what that, that is. That one's got wings. What the hell is that? That one's got a giant club. Oh my god, that's axe. a that's a bat squatch. Oh, the bat squatch. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll talk about him. Someday. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, there's a Wendigo right there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wendigo was a rock people. What the hell are those? Your image search is completely different than mine. Why? Mine had so much anime. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But you know, this is this is the illustration I should recreate. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing his. He's got a spear in his hand. He's got his parka on. He's got his parka on. He's got a cool mustache and cool hair, and he's in front of two canoes. Here, look. I just let me see. look at all the anime on mine. Why? This... <laughs> This uses Google, too? This makes no sense. I don't understand at this all. This makes no sense. So we're both Googling Adlet. And, yeah, look, uh, Google's right there. It's Google. Yeah, that's what I have. Mine Weird. is a lot of anime. Weird. And so bizarre. And a couple wolf creatures. But Nyx is all wolf creatures. All right. This doesn't help anybody listening to a podcast. Is that a saint? This doesn't help anyone listening to a podcast, but I'm going to show you. Yep. Do you know what this medieval etching is called? Uh, and it's the name of one of our shows in our network. Do you want to know what this is going to be called? Yeah. Compassion for a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just like the typical saint with like the orb, like the golden orb type thing around his head, like the halo. Yes. Kind of. Yes, the halo, absolutely. But uh, he's just dancing almost it looks like with a werewolf he's petting it's he's petting at the top of it he's blessing it and he's holding its paw the werewolf is like taking communion who's a good boy (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck interesting that's insane man google image search on a podcast is fantastic oh here's all the anime but it took me a while to get there huh weird yeah well, Google Adlet and tell us if you find more anime or more wolf people. So, you know, figure that out. Get back to us. 
I don't want to look at this picture of an outlet with an exposed breast. Yep, saw that one. Why? Don't need that. I mean, cool watercolor, but why are we doing that? I don't know. Somebody got real bored. See, somebody's too busy thinking about what happens when you have sex with a dog. Get out of here. Yeah, you need to get a new hobby. Stop doing that. Well, that's... And then you just get costumes like this. That's that's nonsense. Don't... We're not even going to talk about that. All right. But yes, the adlet. Adlets are cool. Badass creature. Yeah. And I think if you have any badass creatures you want us to talk about, you can definitely send us an email at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Definitely can. Post a comment. Slide into those DMs. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. If you'd like to follow us on the Instagram and the Facebook, it's always Weird and Feared. Yep. We will pop up. Um, like the page and do your thing. Also, if you would like to... For the price of an all right beer and maybe a cup of coffee, donate some money to the Patreon so we can buy books and get wild. An all right beer and a cup of coffee, or just one? Well, either you can choose. It's your choice. It's it's your it's a free market. You can do what you wish. Yeah, do what it's you up want. Up to you. Up to you. Live the dream. But otherwise, you just gotta you know live your life. Avoid the adlets at all costs. Yeah, don't don't talk to those guys. And stay spooky. Yeah, uh, and yes, if you could. Go ahead and post a review for us on whatever you listen yes, to your podcasts on. do that. That would do us a solid, and we would appreciate it very much. That's a super solid. Yeah. That's like the equivalent of chopping off someone's fingers and making seals. And high fives all around. Fact. Cool. Yep. All right. All right, stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Bye.